Steve Schill is a shining example of the power of an Onondaga Community College education. He earned his degree here in 1978, became an important member of the community, and has continued to give back to the college and its students. Today on our podcast, Steve Schill's story and why OCC is such a significant part of it, and vice versa. Well, welcome to Chatting About College, a podcast originating from Onondaga Community College in Syracuse, New York. My name is Roger Marabito. We record our conversation in the studios of our Broadcast Media Communications degree program. It's located in the Whitney Applied Technology Center on our campus. Our guest today is Steve Schill. Steve is Senior Director of Global Sales Projects at Infocon. Infocon is a leading provider of innovative instrumentation, critical sensor technologies, and advanced process software that enhances productivity and quality in sophisticated industrial vacuum processes. Steve Schill, welcome to Chatting About College. Great to have you here. Thanks for having me. So we're recording this on Friday, November 19, and you just wrapped up a speaking engagement here on campus. You were speaking with our chapter of the American Association for Women in Community Colleges. You're a great speaker when you're talking about Infocon and everything the company does and your path through coming to OCC and beyond. Do you enjoy speaking to groups? Most of the time I'm speaking to uh, students with some kind of STEM uh, history with, uh, you know, science and engineering background. And that's, Infocon's a very technology-driven company. And so we try to recruit people from OCC and other uh, universities on the technical side because we use a lot of engineers and uh, technically skilled personnel for developing and building our products. I thought it was fitting that today you came here and you spoke to a group specific to women because of the women in your life and the connection to OCC, starting with your mom, who worked here for over 30 years. It was a different group than I'm used to, <laughs> used to talking to. But yeah, my mother uh, worked in the Bursar office and you know I got out of high school and I wasn't sure what I was going to do. And she said, well, why don't you go to OCC? And so I did. And that's where I started and got my electronics degree. And mm -hmm. My wife, uh, I didn't know her at the time, but she went to OCC too. She actually got two degrees from here. So she went for business administration and she was uh, an administrative assistant for a bunch of years at Bristol and different places. And she said she wanted to do something different with her life. And she went back to OCC and got her nursing degree. And she's been an RN for the last 15 years at St. Joe's. So other women, my daughter went to uh, OCC for a while. My mother-in-law from Onondaga Hill up here, she went back and got her accounting degree at OCC when she was something like 55. Wow. And your son also came to school here and a brother as well, right? My brother got his criminal justice degree. Then he went on to CUCA and he moved up the ranks in Rochester all the way uh, to lieutenant as uh, an officer out in Rochester. And my son too, yep. So you grew up on the west side of the city, right? You started at Sacred Heart High School and eventually went to Fowler when Sacred Heart closed? Yep. Yeah. It, I went to Sacred Heart for 12 years and it closed after my junior year. <laughs> so my senior year was at uh, Fowler, which it was the first year it was open. Mm -hmm. And so things weren't uh, too organized that first year because they basically redistricted the whole city of Syracuse and put people from Corcoran and Henniger and Nottingham to Fowler and some of the parochial schools that had closed down like Rosary and Sacred Heart ended up going there too. And it was a little different, but uh, 
I ended up working at a department store called Cook's Department Store and uh, worked there full time while I, after Fowler, I graduated and uh, went to OCC for two years and took classes in the morning and worked at a department store from one to 10 in the uh, electrical and plumbing department. <laughs> and that's where you met your wife, right? It is where I met my yeah. wife. She was a, they put me in charge of the plumbing department and they said, you're in charge of plumbing and we have inventory in two weeks and every fitting in plumbing must have a price ticket sticker on it. <laughs> and I said, really? <laughs> and they had just fired the old plumbing director or manager. And so they said, uh, you can grab as many cashiers as you need to help you put stickers on. And Kathleen was one of the ones that said, I'm not going. I didn't get hired to do this. And she was not my favorite fan, but uh, <laughs> we've been married 40 years next June. So You graduated from OCC in 78 Correct. with a degree in electrical engineering. Correct. And you started working at Inficon one year later, but you yep. never stopped going to school, really. Yeah, I went to uh, Buffalo State uh, for my electrical engineering, and then I started working at Inficon realized I wanted to change my direction and started going to school at night for marketing and marketing management. And it takes a long time to switch uh, curriculums and go at night. <laughs> um, but uh, I ended up getting my bachelor's from SU and then went on and got my what's called the executive MBA. The company put me through where you go to school every Friday and Saturday for two years. Your ability to keep learning or your desire to keep learning, I think, is remarkable because you've been working at Inficon for 42 years, but clearly you've had to adapt and change and continue to learn. Has that been kind of the secret to your success? Yeah, that's part of it. You got to if you're not changing, the world around you is changing. And so if you're not changing with it, you're losing ground. And so that's always been kind of a philosophy of mine. You always got to adapt and change. And you got to be flexible because you're not going to always like the changes that are happening around you. But you've got to make the best decision if long term if it's going to be the best change long term. And if it means sticking with the company or sticking with your boss or the department, you got to do it. And you got to adapt. There's typically logical reasons from their point of view. You got to look at the other person's point of view. There's typically logical reasons why they're making these changes. And they don't always tell you. So sometimes you got to ask or try to find out. Mm -hmm. But uh, typically they're doing it with a, a good heart and trying to better the company. And so you got to give them a break and adjust and see how it works out. We've been very fortunate as an institution that you have remained active. Um, you were a member of the OCC Foundation Board from 2008 to 2014. Why was it important for you to get involved with that? Well, as I got older, yeah, just giving back to the community. I've worked with OCC. I mean, they're the ones who gave me my start. I didn't get where I am just from going to OCC, but it was the start. And like you, we've talked about continuing to learn and things. I wanted to give back, and OCC is a big part of that. Um, and I also do uh, mentoring with PTEC, which is uh, some of the city school districts so like ITC. They have programs for mechanical and electrical technicians, and that's one of the things that OCC is good at. So between OCC and uh, ITC with the PTEC program, I think it works out good. And just working with these young kids nowadays, I didn't have that ability when I was their age. I mean, I've been in there with PTEC and I'm critiquing ninth grade resumes. 
there's not much on a ninth grade resume, right. but I didn't know what a resume was till I got out of college. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, you know, for them to work with coaches in the community and mentors in the community to learn what industries are doing and how to write a resume and how to speak to a professional in a, a certain way, um, I think it's a, a great thing for the local community and the local high schools and stuff. You also work with our Perkins Grant Committee here, where you help align industry's needs with what we're teaching. Uh, How important is that work for you to be a part of? It's always good to see what's going on at OCC because I'm not on the board anymore. So I come up here and work with Russ and uh, different people on what kind of grants are going on. And they got some really cool curriculums coming up. Like I was up here a few months ago and they were showing us the, uh, the new drone center Mm, where they're going to they have these electrical mechanical stations and they're fixing drones and Mm -hmm. it's it's the way of the world and with some of the things that are going on at the rome base with the drone technology and stuff it's going to be a good thing for people to get some basis on coming OCC for that. Since you went to college, the cost of tuition has just gone crazy. It's unbelievable. The the numbers look like typographical errors. We've managed to keep our full-time tuition at $2,545 a semester, which seems pretty hard to believe. Yeah. How much of a value does that seem like to you in in, in today's world? Yeah, that's that's a great deal. And OCC being part of the SUNY system is is accepted. If you don't want to be a two-year technician, you want to go on for your four your engineering degree, all your credits are going to transfer, whether it's to, you know, Clarkson or Buffalo State or UB or RPI or whatever, they're going to transfer. They're accepted and accredited for teaching kids the basics for the first two years, and they take it from there. So it all works out great. And yeah, talk about saving money. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. It's instead amazing. of 50 grand a year, it's five grand a year. And and after two years, you're your parents have saved a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> Steve Schill, thank you for everything you've done for Onondaga Community College. We appreciate your time and spending a few minutes with us today. Oh, no problem. Thanks a lot. And thanks also to our Broadcast Media Communications degree program for use of their outstanding studios here on campus. And thanks to you as well for listening. I'm Roger Mirabito, hoping you've enjoyed chatting about college. Please subscribe, download, and rate and review us wherever you download fine podcasts from.